This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm John Ryan, and this is Pot Roast. This week, a true crime podcast that wants to be something else. And is the Hollywood trilogy that claims to unite people from all walks of life just lost in showbiz? If you thought all true crime podcasts followed the Sarah Koenig example of beautifully executed, if measured audio, and a presentation style that sounds like your unsmiling host has been chewing a wasp, you might want to try My Favourite Murder. Karen Kilgariff's a stand-up and Georgia Hardstark, an accidental cooking channel star, who spun this podcast into her own podcast network. First, the good stuff. These two clearly like each other. There's chemistry. They verbally joust, adding to each other's funnies, and rarely talk over each other. There's natural laughter, as opposed to bad podcast fake giggling. They're either very tight in the studio, or they've got an accomplished audio editor. It's also refreshing to hear two women drop the F-bomb, the S-bomb, even the M-F-bomb. Now, there is an off-colour long section where they unwrap Thanksgiving candy bought online in the flavours of turkey, green beans and sweet potato pie. That's where whoever's editing must have fallen asleep. They break two audio cardinal rules, too, in this section of eating live always sounds great, and calling me listeners. They've regularly topped charts, though, and made it to episode 292. This episode is billed as all coffee and apple pie, the cold case murders of Barbara Oberholzer and Annette Schnee, and the mysterious disappearance of the candy lady, Helen Brack. The podcast website lists their sources, about a dozen each episode. The My Favourite Murder logo is cut out of newspaper headlines, like a hostage note. They're sensible backgrounders to the cases they're talking about. And that is my biggest issue, I think. And a great example of what long-running successful podcasts do that could be an issue for them long-term. This looks like a serious take on old murders. Only in the page footer do I see the word comedy mid-sentence. It's a true crime comedy podcast. Now, if I'd been listening since 2016, I'd know that. But what if a new listener drops by at this not-far-from-300th episode? Firstly, the length. This one checks in at a whopping 94 minutes. Even their minisodes are a fat half-hour. So, with a fresh cup of coffee, I pile in and find a perfectly acceptable buddy podcast. What it doesn't feel like is true crime, comedy or not. They talk about the Antiques Roadshow, the Met Ball, Game of Thrones, Halloween, living in LA, watching subtitles, the aforementioned Thanksgiving candy, which actually has a connection to one of the stories they're coming to later, but not referenced. There's even a couple of points where producer Stephen pops up, confirming little details, breaking the audio fourth wall with annoying indiscipline. I'm re-listening now, 17 minutes in, and there's not been any mention of the cold cases or any murders they're supposed to be covering. In fact, it's beyond 27 minutes before the introductory discussion stops, suddenly in fact, and we hit the ad break. Then finally, we're into the meat. 
of which more in a moment. But until now, although it's certainly not a bad example of the two people chatting to each other genre, to me as a new listener, seeking it out and investing time and effort in finding it, I'm expecting cold cases and real-life murder. That fundamental disconnect shines a light on one of podcasts perennial problem areas. How do you sum up what you're offering to new listeners? Here, I'm being carrot-dangled cold cases, but getting long-form comedy chat. Take another example, something like Fortunately with Fee Glover and Jane Garvey. That's not hiding behind a trope or a format, because it's simply based on the standing of the talent. We don't need a carrot, because we know them now. But I bet episode one of my favourite murder has a lot more murder and a lot less of this developed, nuanced, comedic relationship. Over literally hundreds of hours of recorded time, our hosts have developed a shorthand, but it's pivoted away from its original mission. For prolonged success, maybe long-running podcasters have to find ways of tent-polling their content to appeal to new starters in order to replenish their audience. Certainly, when they get to the point, it's a lot more perfunctory, a competent, if unremarkable tread through a number of cold case sources, a necessary partition between their funny content and their murder content. Occasionally that's the kicker into some more comedy moments, but now it feels slightly uncomfortable next to the seriousness of the murder stuff. There's a further handbrake turn into what they call their hoorays, emails from listeners, again about their lives, not about the podcast. This gives a nice sense of community, even if I don't give much of one about the newly arrived babies or scholarships of fans of these two. Karen and Georgia rock, but maybe they've outgrown the vehicle that made them famous, a vehicle that's not exactly underdone in the podcast world, and they should find a new format for the future. Jason Bateman should drop his podcast career immediately and invest the time in finishing Ozark. The pandemic delay will already mean I'll have to watch it all over again before the final season, just to remember who everyone is. But Smartless is the wafer-thin format presented by him, Sean Hayes, who is Jack in Will and Grace, and Will Arnett. Yes, they promise to connect and unite people from all walks of life, but the most recent episodes include Ryan Reynolds, Sean Penn, and Tony Hawk. So... Hey, maybe not. One of the celeb hosts introduces a mystery guest to the other two. In the edition I listened to, there was a bit of a flabby how-you-doing convo before hitting the mystery, and even then they'd guessed it was the comedian Fred Armisen by six minutes. It then becomes like every celeb meet celeb podcast, with maybe even less reference to the audience. Why do so many podcasts either obsess about us, asking for feedback, calling us listeners, getting us to write in via email, or ignore us, getting three people in a virtual studio, then just virtually circle jerking? After 20 minutes, there's a bizarre host-read ad for some dog ancestry screening. There's a little interesting chat for absolute Saturday Night Live nerds, and a conversation about its repertory nature, where ideas are built and made in a few days, week after week, and how that relentless SNL factory hones comedic skills. There's sadly little about Portlandia, that's the reason I picked up this app, and you know at times it feels like three hosts is one, maybe even two, too many, like they're interviewing for a job rather than just chewing the fat. Rambly questions, follow-ups, too much showboating, too little editing. What I would love is Smartless's guest booker, Tina Fey, George Clooney, 
Brian Cranston, Reese Weatherspoon, and Carmela Harris. Ain't a bad supporting cast. I'm John Ryan, weary eared and disappointed this week with my favourite murder from Exactly Right and Smartless from Wandery. I listen to these so you don't have to. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo. And for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.